You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. You can now stream us on Spotify. Woo! Hey now. The Owen 60 Podcast up on another site. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, not Plus. <laughs> what? You said that again. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, I think you did. That's what it's Google Play. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and now Spotify. It's not the first one that comes up, though. It's six, weird. Oh, it was six weeks later, though. You search up the Owen 60 podcast, it's like the 12th one down the list. Really? How many Owen 60 podcasts are there? None. What are you doing, Spotify? Come I mean, on. like, like six, stuff together. 60 Minutes is the one that shows up first. Yeah. Because every sports fan is always waiting to listen to that. Yeah, but then like you scroll down the list, some of them don't even have to do with sixty or O or like it just has the word the and in. Just starting off. I know, probably. I don't know. Still, it's up to you, the listeners. Let's go. Let's climb us up there at the search bar. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think that's dumb. That's stupid. Like you type in the exact name and it doesn't show up at the top. Like that that defeats the purpose of searching for something i'm gonna rob burgundy i need everybody's attention you just stop what you are doing and go to spotify look up the owen 60 podcast let's get us up there let's get us up there you know what to do let's go what a day solid day to start off to talk about jalbos something's gonna happen this weekend yeah, you're in your Knights jersey. I'm in my Ice Dogs jersey. Yeah, we're gonna fight. Getting ready for our featured Tuesday. matchup next week. Tuesday, Meridian well, Center week. parking lot. We're gonna be out there fighting. Well, today. Okay, do you want to? Someone to hold up. in the parking lot. Can we have a photographer? Anyone? Uh, just DM us at the Owen Sixty Podcast on Twitter. If we can get a photographer there in Niagara Falls or St. Catharines uh, in front of the Meridian Center because we gotta square up. Just square up right in front of the Meridian Center like we're going. I'm down. Oh yeah. Head to head, I like the new uh, graphic too for the feature game. That's cool. Yeah, we're gonna do something a little bit different. Uh, we're not gonna spoil it though. We're gonna wait to uh, no, you'll see. to post it on uh, Instagram at the Owen Sixty Podcast, also on Twitter at the Owen Sixty Podcast, and uh, Tuesday seven uh, o'clock. Yeah, big game, and we got a big show for you. We're gonna go over our matchup from last week. It saw the Owen Sound attack. Uh, head to the odd to face big the game. Rangers. Uh, big old barn. Colin was there. I was at my buddy's house having some fun but watching the Lakers game. Yeah, well, that didn't start till ten thirty, but yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, what else? We got uh, a bunch of weekend headlines. The Flint Firebirds, a milestone for Another the third one. weekend in a row. Oh, yeah, they just continue to roll. Yeah, big things happening in Michigan. They're climbing That's up the standings out. as well. That's a tough out. So like you said, "Get me in all Michigan." I'm starting to think that. I'm starting to think Yeah, I'm starting to think that. Hit me up on Twitter. I've posted it twice <laughs> at Reese Dumaney. We'll retweet it. I'll retweet it. All right, all right. Oh, we'll retweet it on the pod. We'll pin it. Yeah, we'll pin it. Huh. Mark it down on your calendar. When's Memorial Cup? May thirty. May thirty first. Yeah, the schedule's out. The OHL is featured in the first game against Kelowna. Yeah, it usually is. Yeah. Isn't it? The OHL no. is always the Friday night, isn't it? Not. I used to always think it was. Mm. I thought they would always do that. Duh. Well, I guess this go. year it's in the WHL, but. You think they do the all league matchup first? Get the rivalry started. They like, should do WHL versus Kelowna first. Game. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Well, who was first last year? Halifax was first, obviously. Yeah, but who did they play first? 
Ooh. It wasn't Guelph. Might have been uh, Prince Albert. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Because remember, I, I can't think of the player off the top so of my head, but Brandon, right? one of the biggest hits of the year last year happened in the first, game. Like, first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Of course, Halifax were in those uh, Mem Cup jerseys that the host always wear in yeah, their that's first a game. I like that. That's yeah, a great tradition is. for yeah. the yeah, I really that. Uh What else we got? Uh Big oh. milestones too with uh, Arthur Kaliev. Yeah, Arthur Kaliev uh, passes Matthew Strom in a pretty uh, big category for the Hamilton Bulldogs, and also to tie into it with our featured matchup, uh, Aiden Dudas, uh, obviously a member of the Owen Sound Attack. Uh, Colin liked him. We might, especially yeah, on he's Friday probably night. the best player I've saw played so Sorry. far this year. Most entertaining, anyways. Mm. If you have a chance to watch Owen Sound play, check them out. They're pretty good. Like I like Dudas. Yeah, we're going to try and link those two together and look around the league at uh, at LA Kings prospects because Ooh. they are looking well, very good like, around the yeah, NHL right now. Yeah, they got they look pretty impressive. Yeah. Good job drafting. Yeah, exactly. Even all OHL All-Star team maybe. Prospects, that's pretty cool. Yeah, at least at least guys on the top two lines, it's up for debate, yeah. but you know, none of those guys are third or fourth liners, so we'll we'll get to that later on in the show and then like we always do, games of the week, who we thought, uh, well, what games we thought stood out to us last week, what games we're looking forward to, other than our featured matchup, and uh, yeah, that's all in week seven of the Open 60 podcast. Yeah. Week yeah. seven on Colin and Reese. Yeah, I know. Week seven, seven. we're like the NFL season. <laughs> Flies by. Get that. Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He got... Uh... Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way, we're, we're recording this on yeah. Sunday. Just there's complications with our studio time. So we're recording this on Sunday. What, what time is it? We're starting around 3. So this will be irrelevant when it happens. But I'm picking the Chiefs. Ooh, I'm going San Fran. I can't, I'm a Denver fan, so I can't cheer for anyone in the division. I'm pretty sure. I like, guess. As being a James fan, that's like cheering for the Yankees. You can't do that. So go Niners. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. The, like we said, it'll be irrelevant when it happens. Yeah, but, uh, the, uh, the Detroit Tigers have drafted more Super Bowl quarterbacks than the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Love it. I, my buddy sent me that on uh, a couple weeks ago when the Chiefs made it. And I just, sorry, I had to share that. That was fun. That's a tough one. Yeah. All right. Now to OHL hockey. Yeah. The uh, Kitchener Rangers hosted the Own Sound Attack on January 31st to close out the first, first month of 2020. Rangers coming out with a 2-1 win. Uh, Colin, we'll start with you because you were at the game. Uh, obviously, you liked the way Dudas played in that game, but uh, take us through what you liked throughout the night. Yeah, Dudas had an assist. He was all over the ice. Basically say that. Uh, I thought Matthew Struthers had a big game. He, he had an assist, and I just thought he played very solid, shorthanded. They got in penalty trouble there, and he, he was out there for some big kills. And, oh, hey, uh, Matthew Phillip, who scored the goal, it's a nice goal from the dot. Uh, give boards play by Struthers, throw it out to the middle, and are down. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Those three guys all teamed up for that goal. Yeah, it's a top. <laughs> yeah, that's your top line. Yeah, I love that line. Yeah, that top. They're gonna be tough in the playoffs. It's an underrated line right there. Oh I yeah, think. plus Lyle at the point. They're, yeah, they're solid. Like I think that they'll uh, be a tough out. I wouldn't want to face them. But like we said earlier, any team in the West is a tough out. Yeah, the like Lakers eight, it's tough. Yeah, even if Sue gets in there. Who's in ninth right now? That's still a tough out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you said the one problem that Owen Sound may have in the playoffs is the goaltending because, what was it, the first two shots of the game beat uh, Guzda? Yeah, they scored it within uh, 30 seconds apart. That's tough to do on the road like that when you're getting things going and you 
give up a couple goals early. That's always tough to climb back, but a 2-1 final there for Kitchen. Yeah, the first period a little bit wild. Yeah, that first goal coming at 10.52, so I guess not the very first middle. shots, but pretty close. Yeah, middle of the game. Um, and then that second goal coming at 11.08, so yeah, obviously not very far between. And uh, both goals came courtesy of Mike Petizian. Yeah, it was a standout for uh, Kitchener. He looked pretty solid there. They're quick, same with Merciless. He's fast, like he's dangerous shorthanded. They had a couple, Kitchener had a couple chances shorthanded there of his speed down the wing, cutting to the middle like that. And I admire any player that can, that's a fast skater that can go down the wing and then just cut to the middle of the ice like that. It's so dangerous for the defenseman. Yeah, well, and, uh, numerous both teams had numerous opportunities to uh, to get shorthanded opportunities and power play opportunities. Kitchener 0 for 4. Owen Sound 0 for 5. So not yeah. the greatest category for either team. But, uh, you know, when it's 2 to 1 and the goalie shine... Player of the game. You know, what, what, what more can you do? And yeah, our player of the game, uh, Mr. Jacob Ingham. Yeah, 38 saves on 39 shots. What a game. And he had at least six or seven, like Owen sounded at least six or seven prime scoring chances where they should have scored. There was one that trickled right on the line. He was able to get his glove on it, keep it out of the net. Like, anytime you make save, those extra saves where you keep it within one, you don't give up one or two goals a game, you're going to win games. And he did that. He stole them the game, I get to. Well, yeah, and that's where one of the areas that you look at when you're a goaltender, like the Kitchener Rangers did. They scored within 18 seconds, or 16 seconds apart, sorry. Yep. And, you know, all the momentum's on the side of the Rangers. And you're like, okay, if Owen Sound comes back to try and grab a little bit of it back, then it's, then it's a hockey game. And they didn't score right away. They scored about... Five minutes later, Matt Phillip for his 19th of the season. You don't get worried, but is it too early? Is that too quick of a goal where you're like, oh, this could slip away from us? Like, we had momentum, but, you know, we didn't get a save in that situation. But, I mean, the way Jacob Ingham's playing, you really only need two goals to win. So that that's kind of where that... Uh, yeah. There's a comfort factor yeah. in Kitchener for sure. Yeah. It's Absolutely. nice. You get two goals and then you have a chance to win. I mean, that's not a lot of goals for an OHL game, but I mean, oh, if, no, you, if you only score two scores. and you get a chance to win, yeah. hey, he'll take that. Another stat that jumps out is a face-off thought. I think that was a game-changer for the Rangers. 33-22, to the Rangers dominating the face-off. So I think that's a big one. You trade the shots, but you get puck possession, so that's big. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a trade-off. You know, you don't want to tire your goal because – that's also another concern for the Rangers going forward, seeing too much rubber for their goaltenders, right? Yeah, you don't want to get to, you don't want Ingham to get tired. File hasn't played as much as normal backups would, so well, but at least you have a reliable backup too for the Rangers. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that I'm like this is not trash on the Rangers day at all. This is just stating what has uh, played out with the Rangers in the last couple of years. File has not been a starter. It's been Luke Richardson. For the Rangers, which lost you can tell job. hasn't worked out or yeah. didn't work out. Who lost his job as a starter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, he did. Um, and he also went to the Canada Russia series and did not play, and he didn't look happy. Yeah, he when didn't I was at that game in Sarnia. Yeah, it didn't look too good. No, but it's because he had Michael DiPietro starting, and, and no chance Richardson was playing. Yeah, so it happened this year with Hunter Jones and uh, Jordan Coy. Yeah, uh, yeah, nobody expected Coy to play, so. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. Uh, yeah, so uh, so far this year, Jacob Bingham has played in 33 games. Obviously, that injury uh, 
big step for him to be able to put up these numbers. He's only lost nine games. Uh, well, ten games, that stupid shootout loss category. Yeah. Uh, five, only five in regulation. Yeah, going into last night, the Saturday night game against in Flint, Kitchener was on a roll. What, lost like one regulation game or something since uh, McKenzie's been there? Yeah, in their last... Ten games, the Kitchener Rangers are seven, one, and two. And before that, they were fourteen, zero, oh, and yeah, it's six. just overtime or shootout. Losses. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty impressive. Like, I don't necessarily see how they did that. Like, I think there's a couple teams in the conference that are a little bit stronger built than the Rangers, but if they can keep them in games, they're going to win a couple rounds in the playoffs. So, yeah, for that. Yeah, they're only one point behind first place London, 66 for yeah, the night, 65 for the Rangers. Yeah, that just changed yeah. yesterday. Yep. Big game Tuesday for the London Knights. London's got to win that. London's got the yeah, game that, in hand. That's their game in hand on Kitchener. If London can win that, that's three points. Yeah, well, so, go ahead. Sorry, Colin. No, just look out. Like, if they can win that when they go three points up, it's kind of tough to make up when London's on a roll as well. Well, and for them, it's even a matter of staying ahead of Saginaw, too, because, right, they're tied yeah. with them. Knights, two games in hand. Yeah, that's a big one. So it's, you know, <laughs> first place in the West is at 66. Fifth place is at 60, and that's the Flint Firebirds. Yeah, so, and Flint, that's a huge win against uh, Kitchener last yeah. night. Yeah, 8-3, was it? Yeah, 8-3. Popovich started both games, too, on the weekend. That's another one. Hmm. Big one. I think they have some deciding to do the Firebirds, who their number one is. I think it'll be Popovich, obviously, but yeah, you, know, you can't really disregard what Cavalin has done. No, you can't. Like in the playoffs, they got two veteran goalies, which is huge. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right. the The only factor for Cavalin is he hasn't really been around winning except for this year, five, where three, Popovich five. starts to bring that edge. Five three final last night for Flynn. That's huge. It was eight the night before against Windsor. Yeah, I get, keep getting my dates mixed up. But yeah, no, Flint, uh, yeah, Windsor. Why did I think? We were talking about the game beforehand. Jeez. It's all good. That's embarrassing. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all have the blonde moments. Yes. I have to Google Play. That's true. Man. See, and I can't even say Google Play anymore. <laughs> also, speaking of big games, currently it is 6-1 Mississauga over Sudbury. Oh, you have six? I have five. What the heck, OHL? Update. <laughs> okay, there we go. Also, we were speaking of London. Uh, yeah. Ryan Merkley recorded against Sarnia his 250th career point. What a year for him to turn his game around, like his career. Uh, like, he bought into the Hunter system, and now he's an elite defenseman. He always was, but he's one of the top defensemen in the league right now. Well, it was, it was really an insane year for him off, on the ice, whatever you want to uh, call it, or just his whole career in general, but going from the Guelph Storm and you know, I mean, obviously what they did last year, going to Peterborough, Peterborough didn't do anything in the playoffs. You didn't show up for training camp. Uh, nothing was going on. We were all on the Merkley to Caledonia bandwagon. Well, we weren't, but there were other people on social media that were. Yeah. And uh, that didn't work out. Uh, traded to London. And Peterborough's good, London's good, and yeah, yeah, that's turning back. around. Yeah, there's a video recording of him by Stackcloth on the bench of the Knights and uh, dancing there, saying karaoke song on the bench. Like, it looks like it's a great <laughs> atmosphere right now in the London room. Yeah, and this is this could turn around his professional career. He's not a professional yet, uh, but if he gets to San Jose or if he 
goes to the Barracuda in the AHL. Just going to help him out a lot. You know, it, for sure, being around that pro atmosphere, Dale Hunter's coached in the NHL, albeit for half a coached season, but junior, still. Coached the World Junior. He's been everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's won everywhere. And when guys are in that situation, I'm not saying they're going to get traded to London every time, but... Uh, when it happens, you have to take advantage of it. Obviously, Merkley has. Yeah, and that's great for him. I'm uh, get yeah. to the Kaliev. We haven't even talked about our featured matchup for next week yet. Oh yeah, oh, here we go. Kaliev after now. we take a break. Let's get to it now. We get to see the power play. Uh, yeah, points later. Yeah. Okay. So our featured matchup for the upcoming week. It's a rescheduled game for anyone wondering why the heck they're playing an OHL hockey game on a Tuesday. Kitchener used to do that. They still have a couple. Of yeah, they still have a Kitchener. I thought they were. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah, no, yeah. I'm thinking Flynn always plays Wednesdays. Um, yeah, so they'll visit the Night Race Dogs at the Meridian Center. That's going to be good. It was 2-1 when that game was... Postponed? Yeah, you, yeah, I'd call it postponed. Um, obviously, that unfortunate incident with uh, Tucker Tynan. He will not be at the game. I, As of right now, I don't... Something could change. But as of right now, we are not expecting him to yeah. be there. It hasn't been six to eight weeks since we were there last, so... No, it'll be interesting to see how the Ice Dogs that they get play the game for Tucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think the arena will be full, too. This is a game, of, you know, the Knights and Ice Dogs history. Everyone yeah. knows what's gone on. Yeah, Even me in my black jersey with bones on the front. Yeah, as I got a green jersey <laughs> with a Knights logo on the front right now. Yeah, by the way, shout out to the Knights. Your pictures did not do the jerseys justice. Oh, they're nice. They they're look huge. so bad on social media, but no, they're seeing them right here. They're really nice. Yeah, the green. That's the green. green one, this, yeah. yeah, this is the green. But the whites are nice, too. They're both nice. We get to see the power play points later, though, in that game. Yeah, we do. Mr. Alec Regula. Which is very, I'm surprised. A defenseman leading power play points. That's my homework this week. i got to figure out when the last person was to lead... Powerplay points. Blue Shark. Yeah, we shared probably two years ago. <laughs> probably. Wouldn't surprise me anyway. It's just, great I mean, to see, it's just great to see Rick be that, like, offensive now this year. Like, getting the chance. Like, that's huge for him. Yeah, and that's not a nice thing for us to say, considering we're Red Wing fans. And we traded him. Mr. Regula was traded for Brendan Perlini. Former Ice Dog. Yep. Yeah. So we got ice dogs. Born in the UK, by the way. Yeah, that's, yeah, then moved to Michigan. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's t- currently tied with uh, Tyson Forrester with 13 goals on the power play, but albeit, like, defense and 13 goals, like, McMichael's at 12, Callia's at 12, Perot's at 11 from Sarnia. Like, that's pretty good company to be in. Like, you're an elite company in the league there. Yeah, for a defenseman to be able to do that, and you mentioned it, who like that's great homework. Who would be the last person to lead in uh, power play points? And another night leading in assists, Brian Merkley, twenty six power play assists. Yeah. So well, he's two to, defensemen. Like yeah, their power play is pretty unique. They got Regula net front around the net with Groot, and then they have McMichael and uh, well, Foodie up top, and Michael and Merkley on the sides and shooting positions. Mm-hmm. That's pretty uh, lethal power play. You got Foodie up top. Michael on one side, he has an excellent shot. Probably one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah, I would agree. And then Merkley on the other side, he's so good with the puck. He can make plays happen. That power play is dangerous. It'll be dangerous in the playoffs, too. Well, wasn't there a year the Knights had three defensemen on their power play yeah, at last, one time? Yeah, last year. 
Yeah. Well, last was, year they had Boquist, Bouchard, and Regula in front of the net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird. Because you usually see some teams, oh, we'll put five forwards out the there. They tried units there before because they had a Lahead out there sometimes in front of the net. Only about once or twice. It didn't work out as well as Regula, but yeah, having a Boquist and Bouchard can really help a power play too. Though. Well, I think so. Yeah, so. <laughs> they're not really bad, are they? No. Uh, okay, so we talked about the Knights. Uh, let's get to the Ice Dogs, and they have not uh, fared well in the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, yesterday, they attend, uh, Thursday's game, and they played. Yeah, yeah, well, there, they yeah. played pretty well. They should have got a point in that game. I never heard the whistle blow. They, so they scored with twenty nine seconds left, I think. But it got disallowed because a ref blew the whistle. Couldn't see the puck, but it was over the line. They disallowed the goal. Meridian Center wasn't happy about that. I hate that. I hate that. The, I understand the rule. Like, no oh, the ref can't see the puck it. anymore. The intent like, to blow the whistle is a tough part. That, that bugs me when they say, oh, yeah, I didn't intend yeah. to blowing it. But. Yeah, it should be like the buzzer. If the buzzer goes, there's no intent to ring the buzzer. Like, no. if point it, it goes off. second left, Bo Horvath's goal. Yeah. There wasn't intent. It takes .1 seconds for the puck to go in the net. Yeah. You know, it should be, if the whistle blows, then no, but... If he hasn't blown it yet, and he's about to... Like, the play's technically not dead. Yeah. If I you look at, really, the rules, I guess. Yeah, I don't like that call. I'd rather let them play on anyways, like, until it's dead. But I would have let them play. That's too bad for the ice dogs. Yeah. Well, would have been huge to get a point against the uh, 67s. It's a top in the CHL, yeah. Oh, Hoffenmeyer is really good. He may be one of the best defensive defensemen in the league. Well, all-around defenseman. He's not just well, defensive, yeah. but, like... He's so responsible in his own end. Like, and he gets pucks out every time. Like, to me, that was a big thing that caught my eye. Also, Christian Spiralia played really good on Thursday. But I think that's a huge story for Tuesday, going into Tuesday's game. If oh, yeah. Play, if he plays, if he's in net or if McLean's in net, whoever it is, got to make at least six or seven saves where they should have, like, let's say London, where London should have scored on it. They have to make those saves. And Spiralia did that against Ottawa on Thursday, so... I wouldn't be surprised he's probably to go in that game. Well, he kind of needed a game like that just because the way he's played over the last few weeks, and obviously that didn't really help him against in the game against Hamilton because no. he got lit up in that. Um, but, yeah, no, it'll be because McLean hasn't been – that Ice Dogs net's up for grabs. They brought McLean over because, you know, he'd been in the league. He'd been around, you know, with Oshawa last year. He was partners with Kyle Kaiser, like – yeah, it's a pretty good uh, one-two punch in my books. You know, you have a veteran presence, and you have a guy that's probably going to be in the NHL in a few years. So, but yeah, he hasn't done a damn thing. Plus, they have uh, Rosenzweig in, in the seat steer right now as a healthy scratch. So they got like three or four goalies there. Tynan, who's that? Who? But you got three goalies right now. Where maybe they all get a chance here. Every other game, you might see a different goalie. Yeah. Until you find somebody, then ride them out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they've kind of done that, too. They played Ro- Rosenzweig, what, three games in a row, then Spralia a couple yeah. games in a row, then McLean started every game, and now it seems like they're still deciding somebody. on you. Yeah, I feel like you give uh, Rosenzweig a chance or give Spralia a chance, because they're your goalies for the future, too, right? Yeah. Time. They're forced to make moves here in the summer. Well, yeah. It's going to be fun. There's too many goalies there. Well, it's all dependent on uh, on Tynan's situation because if Tynan's ready to go for training camp, he'll be the number one. I think Josh Rosenzweig will be the backup. I don't if if that if like I'm saying if Tynan's healthy, that's what I think will be the situation. It'll be Tynan, Rosenzweig, 
I don't see them bringing back McLean with those two guys coming. Uh, Sprawley, I don't see coming back. Yeah. Again, if if time is not good to go, I think it'll be Sprawlia and Rosenjoy. Yeah. I think it'll be them too. Same here. So. Out of town scoreboard. Mississauga's up 7-1 on Sudbury. Oh, jeez. Wow, that's a huge game for Mississauga. Like we said last show, hopefully there's a lot of fans there. Pack that arena for that one. That's a huge game. Chance to go within two points of uh, Sudbury. Yeah, the way the division or the conference standings are set up, of course the division leaders get 1-2. Sudbury at 51 points, 10 behind Peterborough, who sits in third. People wonder why I hate that rule. Or hate that. It's a big idea. drop off though if you don't finish second. Like yeah. we were saying before the show, if let's say Mississauga, they're currently in the fifth spot. Sudbury, who's in second, if they swap spot, that's a big difference. You go from playing Hamilton in the first round mm-hmm. to possibly playing Oshawa in the first round. That's tough. The five versus four, two versus seven, it's a big yep. difference. It's important to finish in that second spot. Well, and also, too, 47 points for the Barry Colts who yeah, tied with Mississauga. If Sudbury loses that, that's two games in hand for the Barry Colts. Yeah, Bear, and, and Barry's on a roll. No one Barry's ever thought of them. I like Verling there, too. I like Verling Forest, too. they got a solid young core coming up. Them, Kingston, and uh, I don't think Niagara will be bad, too, in a couple of years. No. But Kingston and, uh, and Mississauga and Barry will be getting the future. They have Jack Greaves and Nat for Barry this year. Yeah. He's got two shutouts, he's, which is uh, good for fifth. Uh, so he's definitely been one of the reasons yeah, that he's a good uh, building block. Need a good goalie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting times in the uh, OHL standings right now. Yeah, that's so. It's a big upset there. Well, can you even say that's an upset? Mississauga, Sudbury? I think you I could. I think Mississauga, though, like. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, but I think you could. Yeah, Sudbury, Peterborough—they kind of got to start winning games. They're feeling the pressure. Yeah. Well, and that was a huge one for Peterborough, which we'll get to later on in the show as part of our games of the week. But um, yeah, I know Peterborough been on tough times, four and six in their last ten. It's not like Oshawa's been great in their last ten. They're five, four, and one. So. Really, Mississauga, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10, so it's been them and Ottawa that have been running the East yeah. in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's going to be a fun run down the stretch. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Like, I, I like OHL hockey way The better. last month of the season's fun. From like the middle of February to like the end of the season, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, one of the reasons we like covering this league and not the NHL. Yeah. Well, they might Just be. kidding, they have races too. So. And our NHL team sucks, so. Very true. Yeah, that's Very not. True. It hasn't been fun. Yep. All right. Break. Well, yeah, time to send things to break. Uh, when we come back, stats. Milestone for the Firebirds. Third week in a row. Uh, Arthur Kaliev passes Matthew Strom for a pretty elusive category. Yeah, and he's for the Hamilton Bulldogs. Coming up soon on another one. Yeah, he is. Again, Matthew Strom. He's Jason. So yeah, which is a guy we didn't think would be up there. So we'll explain who we thought and uh, talk about the LA Kings prospects in the OHL as well. And that'll be, that'll be a really fun segment. So uh, hope you keep listening. Um, thanks again for listening, by the way. We don't say that enough. So Yeah, appreciate um, that. Yeah. Week number seven is off and running. You're listening to the ON60 Podcast. This is the ON60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the ON60 Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. 
You're listening to the Owen 60 Podcast. I'm Reese Devaney along with Colin Ward. And it's time for our weekend highlights that include the Firebirds, Kaliev, and the LA Kings. But we'll start with uh, Arthur Kaliev because he just passed Matthew Strom yeah, for yeah. first on the all-time scoring list for the Hamilton Bulldogs. He's got 116 goals in less than three seasons. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Kaliev's, Kaliev's pretty elite, though. Like, he's probably the most elite goal scorer in the league. Him and McMichael are probably one and two right now. But, like, that's incredible. Like, 116 uh, goals, three seasons. Pretty solid. Uh, I remember when he came up at 16, like, he had a big year, I think, that year. Cause yeah, his first year in the league, he scored 31 goals. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I mean, 48 points. Yeah, how many young guys come in and do that, score 30 goals, and then Shane Wright this year? Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Yeah. yeah, well, and how much do you think that uh, title run helped him like, do you think that had any impact on the fact that he scored 116 goals now? I think, I think so. He gets to play with good players, and he gets to play in a good atmosphere. And it's fun to go to the rink every time when you're winning and you're in games. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's a big deal, but he's just an elite talent, too. Or anyone that plays with him is going to get better, too. Yeah, the native of Uzbekistan. <laughs> yeah. Despite playing hockey in Detroit. They have one hockey rink there. I think we looked up before in the World Junior. Uh, yeah. So they have one hockey yeah. rink. <laughs> so that's a fun stat. They got a hockey rink. Yeah, they do. Might have been his first place he skated. Oh, I guarantee it. That's good. I mean, I don't know. Is Uzbekistan cold? Like, do they get snow? I don't even know where that is. should look on a map. Yeah, we have a map. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. Uzbekistan. Okay, so on Google, the first thing that came up was Uzbekistan. Second pair... Second thing that came up, Uzbekistan people. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Do not know what that <laughs> means. Okay, so, maps. Uzbekistan is south of Kazakhstan. Wow, oh, we should have figured that out. That's yeah, I, I'd assume that, <laughs> oh, but wow. I didn't want to take any chances. And then, of course, like everything out there, they're south of Russia as well. Uh, but yeah, so, Uzbekistan borders Kazakhstan... Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, <laughs> naming Asian countries on the Owen 60. Asia or Europe? Eastern Europe? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't show the border of Europe on Russia, so I'm just going to go with Asia because it's close to India. That's not... <laughs> well, speaking of points... What else we got? Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> Never heard of it. Props to Arthur Kaliev, though. Not a lot of hockey players come from Uzbekistan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's insane. All right, that's geography with Reese and Colin. Yeah. Back to hockey. Kaliev has 225 (laughs) career points, too, at the Bulldogs. He's only 22 behind Matthew Stroh. He's at 247. How long do you think it'll take him to get there? Uh, How many games left? I don't know. He's put oh the twenty six. Twenty six games? Yeah, yeah he's, he's played forty two. He's gonna get it. Uh, oh no, that'd be less because he was at World Juniors. Never mind. Yeah. That'd be even less than twenty eight or twenty six. Do some math. So he had a big game against Niagara. He had, yeah, he had a bit two big games against Niagara this year. He had the five assists night. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Saturday. Yeah, he tied the record and broke the record in the same day when the uh, Bulldogs beat the Ice Dogs 9-4. to I think 10 more games he gets it. From 8 to 10 more games he's going to get the record. For 22 points, you said? Yeah, I think so. Is 22 to tie him? 
Yeah. Okay, so 23. 10 games? Yeah, that's doable. Eight yeah. To ten, eight to 10 games, I think. Because yeah. they can have a big game, right? Like, when they score, like, five goals. Do you, how many games do you see him get five assists? Like, nothing quietly, but he does it. Yeah, well, and that's where the question of would it stand without uh, without Jan Yannick and... Well, it uh, hasn't really made a difference. Yeah, Mishak. Yeah, coming in there and really taking the spot of Yannick. He's projected, yeah. like... 13th or 14th in the upcoming draft, too, I saw. Yeah, Mishek also scored his first OHL hat-trick against the Ice Dogs on Saturday. Cali uh, have got an assist on Very one of the goals. Mishak. I saw him play in London two of the a couple goals, weeks sorry. ago. I think it was two weeks ago that I saw him play the game in London the Friday night game. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot like Ricard Cal when he was in Plymouth. A lot like Ricard Cal. Very smooth and shifty, too. I like that. He hides well on the ice, but he just makes good plays. Yeah. Good thinker, quick thinker. Well, that's a great line for uh, for the Bulldogs, too. And you got Misha, Kaliev, and uh, Logan Morrison. Yeah. It's not bad. What's the hell? Actually, they switch. It's usually Morgison at Mor- eh, Morrison or Bertuzzi. Yeah, I, l- I really it's like Those that. four kind of mesh together nicely. I'm a for big the tag Bertuzzi fan. Oh, like. Since we saw him play a couple, and that's got nothing to do with Tyler, by the way. No, yeah, it's just that's nothing to do with him. Doesn't. I just think like he's a lot of, like a Tachaka. He's always around the net in your face. I like that. Yeah, green guy. Yeah, you need those guys to win. Yeah, runs in the family. So yeah, Hamilton's gonna be a tough out too in the playoffs. They can climb up there a little bit in the standings, but they're gonna be a little bit tough out. If they get Zachary Roy to play a couple big games, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Yeah, Kaliev right now is fifth in points. At 76, 10 behind Marco Rossi of the uh, Ottawa 67s, uh, Perfetti, McMichael, and Phil Tomasino also ahead of Kaliev. So uh, he's got uh, some work to do. He's fourth in goals, 35. is only five back at Jack Quinn, shocker. Yeah. Two 67s lead those categories. Good. I was glad I got to see them play on Thursday. Yeah, that's, they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, Rossi makes such smart decisions on the power play. Great, great setup guy. Quinn's so strong toward the net. Like when he goes toward the net, he's hard to beat. He's so skilled. That's a big thing too. We will get the Ottawa Sixty Sevens on a featured matchup. It will happen. Oh, for sure. Because they are too good not to. Yeah, it's a matter of time. The top team in the CHL. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll have them numerous times throughout the playoffs. How would we do that throughout the playoffs? Would you do featured series in each conference, or just a featured game every featured game? Straight? Featured game, I guess, once a week. If it goes seven, right? If the series goes game seven, we gotta feature it. Yeah, that's true. Very good point. Yeah. All right. Let's do so random games in the playoffs. It's a bit fun. Yeah, we don't really have to do even a featured matchup of the week. Like we could do two, we could do three. Like yeah, you know. we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, Cali of uh, he's pretty good. So uh, twenty-three points away from passing Matthew Strom on the all-time point list points lists. For the Hamilton Bulldogs, which uh, make made us do a little uh, bit of homework and look at the LA Kings prospect pool. Wow. And uh, from the OHL and from past OHLers who have played in the league within the last three years, uh, they're going to be good. They're going to win yeah. another Stanley Cup in the next ten years. Yeah, plus they've called Dar around and Dowdy. Yep. In the mix, that's why you hear all the rumors about Dowdy getting moved. Possibly that's not going to happen. When you look at their prospect pool coming up, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Dowdy will be captain one day. I guarantee it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you look at the prospect. In terms of OHLers, we've got uh, Mr. Kaliev, Akil Thomas, who, by the way, has only scored one goal with the Peets in ten games. 
but he has 18 assists. Yeah, playing, on so, that, playing with Robertson helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Again, they probably saw him as a scorer, but they probably didn't see him leading the team in assists. But, I mean, I guess he had 29 assists with the Ice Dogs this year and with, to go with 15 goals. So, yeah. I guess that's no surprise for the Peets. He can just do everything. Lottie and Thomas Tomasino do it. That's a sick solid. line. Yeah, that's that pretty solid. solid. Yeah, that's solid. It's unfortunate that they had to get broken up, but yeah, it happens. Yeah. It had to happen. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, who else we got? We got uh, Mr. Dudas, who we talked about earlier Best in the program. I've watched so far this year, by far. He's got uh, twelve goals, twenty-seven assists, thirty-nine points so far in uh, in the OHL this season, and. He's the captain of the attack, so he's that leadership guy. And you said best guy you've watched so far. When you talk about a guy like him, is it uh, when you have that experience already, do the, does the World Juniors even do anything for it, you? I think it picks it up. I think that picks up your stock. I think like it's a coming out party. Like how Mac, he reminds me a lot of Max Dolby. Uh, dude, he's always moving. He's always starting in plays. He's so energized like he energizes everyone on his team and he always wants to be out there he's a lot like max domi mm-hmm. i i think for sure like i think his world juniors is a huge coming out party because he's a question to make the team right yeah the risk thing and i think dale and mark hunter they love those type of players right so i feel like that was a big decision too of him being on team canada but yeah he's a great uh yeah no, he's uh he's uh, pretty good and also captain of the team OHL. Yeah. The Canada Rush series too. Yeah. That's a lot a of big, people forget about that and yeah, that's, that's a still a significant big. event when you think about it. Yeah, you're representing your league and you know, all the players that you play with, yeah. you're representing them. There's a lot of good players in the OHL. Yeah. You have a chance to be the leader on that team. Yeah, and then one more well guy. Well deserved too. What's that? Well deserved too. To oh yeah. Captain. He's yeah. so well deserved to be the captain. Every time he's out there, he's creating plays, not just for himself, he's creating plays for everyone else around him on the ice. Huge to see that leadership. Well, and when you're the own sound attack and you don't have you know, the most points in the league, you're still trying to play for... You got to will games. What do you say? Sixth is up for grabs? Because top yeah. five is probably not locked, but you yeah. can probably bet on it. Yeah, you want to fi- you want to finish out of playing Saginaw London in the first round, I mm-hmm. think. So you want to finish out of seventh and eighth. You probably want to yeah. get in that sixth spot between Erie, Sue, and Owen Sound right now. Yeah, Inkwell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one more guy that's currently in the OHL that's a uh, prospect for the Kings, Mr. Jacob Ingham. Who we talked about him off the top of the week. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, future illegal. He's very calm in the net too. I forgot to add that earlier. He's very calm in the net. He doesn't get rattled. Too easy. Yeah, and you look at the Kings' goaltending situation with Jonathan Quick. How much longer is he there? Uh, Jack Campbell hasn't been consistent. Yeah, Another former Winter Spitfire. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Nets are for grabs in LA. They got Jacob Ingham. Uh, Matthew Villalta is in that system right now. He's uh, played in the ECHL and the AHL uh, this season. In the AHL, he's got a 3.5 goals against average and then. 890 save percentage for a rookie. That's pretty good with the Ontario Reign. Yeah, so a featured OHL uh, duo there. Yeah. Uh, looking at other guys who are not in the OHL anymore, uh, Gabe Velarde, made for or well-known for his job with the uh, Windsor Spitfires. Yeah. And Kingston acquired his race. Yep. Yeah. But, well, no, he played for Kingston. Yeah, he played for Kingston last year. Yeah, that was the year... After the Memorial Cup. That was the 18 year. Yeah, the year 17, after 18. the Memorial Cup. Yeah. 
Uh, so far in the AHL for him, 27 games played, 17 points. I guess he's coming off injury, so yeah. kind of expect him to get back in the rhythm. Might take yeah, a little just bit find longer. your game a little bit. Yeah, you got to find your game. Yeah. Uh, defenseman. Sean Dursey. Yeah, you got traded from the Leafs. Yeah. That was in the Muzzin deal, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Muzzin deal. Yeah, that was the Muzzin deal. Yeah. Own Sound Attack. Yeah, Own so. Sound Guelph. Well, Guelph, yeah. All right. Guess that Guelph trade was crazy last year. You think about it. Dursey and Suzuki and Phillips. for... And Phillips. Oh, yeah, Phillips, yeah. Yeah. yeah just was that Phillips. separate, though? Yeah, that was, I think that was separate. Was it Suzuki and Phillips together and Dursey was separate, or... Ooh, I'd have to look, Yeah, but... I'd have to look that up. I remember there being separate trades. All three of them didn't come in one. Yeah, and then Ed, nuts. Then the Enwistle deal was kind of done when the Bertuzzi thing happened before the World Junior. Yeah. That was a good deal looking back out of getting Bertuzzi. Yeah, it was. That's it was. Good. It worked out for Guelph. It's working out for Hamilton right now. Yeah, that's a good trade. So uh, a lot of people didn't think it worked out. Steve. Everyone was expecting Bertuzzi to not do a damn thing. Yeah, and then he found his game, and now yeah. he's one of the players to watch in the OHL. Yeah. Who else we got? Matt Luff. Another former Bulldog. I haven't heard that name in a while. That caught me off guard. I yeah, like man. That. He was on that team. He won, he won the OHL championship on, yeah. on the Bulldogs. Yeah, they had a veteran team that year. LA only have three teams they want to take guys from. Yeah. I, was I mean, I thinking, guess Jersey was a I was just thinking Jack Quinn could be around their draft territory. Maybe. Mark it down. You never know. Marcus Phillips. Yeah. LA King. Know. Great ad for a lot of nights, by the way. He's putting up points now. He's finding the point production. He's used to the team now. He's in it. He looks pretty good. Probably one of the best defensive defensemen in the league. Him mm-hmm. and uh, Hoffenmeyer. Yep. Jeez. They're going to be so good. Like, that's almost not fair. Yeah, it's an all-star OHL team. Like, obviously, there's all these names from the ECHL, the AHL. Uh, we know the name Martin Furk because he was a former Red Wing. So yeah, the, I don't think he's an NHL player. So he's oh, no. unless he's in one spot on the power play. Well, and even then he misses the net. Yeah, and, and no one can stop it at the other point, so it just rings around and it's pointless. Like yeah, it's the only downside to that. But uh, no, the uh, LA Kings will be OHL heavy. He's got a shot like five, he's got a shot years. like Happy Gilmore. Against the puck. Yeah, I know, eh? <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah, so that's our look into the LA Kings pool. For any of you uh, Los Angeles fans out there. Yeah, Rob Blake. That's a local guy for me. Or, it is. Or Dover. Yeah. That's Rob cool. Blake. Yeah. It's a name oh. I haven't heard in a while either. But, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right. Twin Firebirds, Twin Firebirds for the third week in a row. Yeah, just, what's going to happen next week? I'm just waiting for something to happen next week. I keep watching Flint to see what's going to happen because, wow, they're fun to watch. Should we look up their stats and put a poll question? What will happen with the Flint Firebirds next week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, seven in a row. The game again, last night, the Saturday evening game against Kitchener, that was their seventh in a row. They won 5-3. Wow, they're fun to watch. It's not just Delandria. At the beginning of the year, you think, oh, Delandria's going to have to will this team through a couple of rounds. It's not that. It's Ox and Tuke. Even getting goal scorers last night from Jack Phibbs helps a lot. Like, that's huge when your fourth line OA guy can score like that to get you points. That's big for them. Also, Popovich and Nett, they got two good goalies. That's huge. Like, to me, them doing their locker room, too, like how they it's a ho- it's an OHL hockey market now, Flynn. Don't sleep mm-hmm. on them. I really like how Flynn looks. 
Yeah, a lot of people say they don't want to go there, but why not? Why, I, I yeah, haven't why been not? there. Well, I haven't been there, same but... Same here, but by the looks of it, why wouldn't you want to go there? I've heard it's one of the best facilities in the OHL. Yeah, for sure. I think it's up there with Oshawa. Kitchener's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, Niagara. It's, yeah, Niagara. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't... I Like I said, I want to go so badly. Featured game there. Shout out to the Flint Firebird. We'll make a road trip. <laughs> yeah, road Maybe trip. We'll go we'll like call, that's October a bold question. When it's not snowing. Because that's a bold question. What? What should we call the road trip? We'll go from Flint, Saginaw, to Sioux. We'll do that Western Division. Um, the Sioux. Oh. <laughs> we'll be Saginaw, Flint. Pulling out our winter jackets in October. <laughs> that's Holy. a tough drive. Yeah. No, that'd be a drive. Because like I, like I was saying, we were bo- we've both driven from Detroit to, uh, to our houses or homes in uh in snowstorms and it's not fun so that's like a march or october yeah trip. playoff run hey western, true western April, final, yeah. western final yeah. reese you said the western final shout out flynn you gotta would give you? this guy would you go oh, like for sure if was the western final i'd go flynn you ooh. gotta you gotta hear this guy you gotta invite him out i hope like i hope this is the ohl effect like the Owen 60 effect here because like man honestly i've watched flynn the last three weeks they're fun to watch. Like, I right. love it. I'd, I'd make that trip. We're going to plan that. We yeah. are going to go to that uh, that but, series I, if it even happens. If it even if it's the second round. Even if yeah. it's the second round. We got to do it. If Saginaw Flint meet in the playoffs, we got to do it to a game. Those barns will be rocking. Oh, it's such a cool place, though. Like, when I see Saginaw, like, they got, like, well, Flint does it too. Like, every time they score, and everyone does that. Like, they hype up when they score, right? But, oh, like, yeah. It's pretty cool, the atmosphere. Like, last night in Flint, like, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, the uh, Flint Firebirds, the newest member of the Ontario Hockey League, yeah, finally trying, making some noise, like and it's like great to see. Former team, Plymouth Whalers, were like that too. Plymouth yep. used to always make deep Plymouth was consistent. Runs. Yeah, they were pretty consistent making runs. So, I mean, it's nice to see Flint's getting in that Plymouth territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs for the second time. Uh, since they moved from Plymouth to Flint, and this uh, is a playoff, and this is going to be a playoff run where like they're not easy out. They could win multiple playoff rounds. Yep. So Flint, I hope you hear this because we got to try to make it there. Like, yeah, be pumped to go to Flint. And if you think I'm lying, look at my Twitter. Yeah, I'll, I'm I've said it twice. Yeah, I'm gonna retweet it on the Owen Sixty podcast. I was gonna say the Owen Sixty effect, and so I used to say that. Well, it is. We have the effect. That's us. Luke Evangelista, Russian goalies. We got it all. Russian goalies. <laughs> Just throw it out there. All Russian goalies. <laughs> yeah, we got it all. Who's going to start at the next Olympic and the next World Championship? <laughs> we got it. That's unreal. Like I OHL or goes to the World Championships. <laughs> That'll be a fair later show, but... Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Doesn't happen often, but... Arthur Calia, maybe? Michael? Leo Again, Levy? it's all dependent yeah, on what, oh wait, yeah, or what NHLers aren't around. Yeah, get off topic. Flint Saginaw playoff series would be unreal, though. Yeah, I'd be. I'm looking forward the to Mega that. Bowl. Because they take the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Yeah, oh, they play that game. The, they play, no, it's the I-75 yeah, divide. Yeah, they have that. Trip. I love that. Yeah. Well, hey, they're gonna have it <laughs> this year. Playoff series. Scratch regular season. This year, the playoff series. Saginaw Flint. That's gonna be so good for the game yeah. there. So good. Yeah, and I love it too. Last year when Saginaw was on their run, now they have the ads on the on the seats. Well, you can call it an upper deck. It's kind of like the Joe, where it was yeah. like one, and they walk up the stairs, and then yeah, that's kind of the second is one. Yeah, like the Joe. I've been yeah. saying that for the last couple of years. You're right, so much of the Joe. 
And they take the ads off and they fill seats there. And like, if yeah. it's against Flint, it wouldn't surprise me if each building sold out oh, every that, game. That'd be great for the league. Every wouldn't that be interesting? If Sportsnet made a trip there. I can't see why not. I yeah, Sportsnet make the trip to Flint or Saginaw for a playoff game, even if it isn't a playoff game. Yeah, make a trip there. It's worth it. They got it. Like I think they have fans. Like people care about people hockey. Do you think about, they don't? Yeah, they do. everyone here just hide. Oh, they don't care. Yeah. No, it's not like that. It's a hockey market. Detroit's hockey town for a reason, right? They're all, they're all major hockey fans there. They got to make the trip there. There's a reason why there's a hockey team in Flint. Like People here care about them. Like We care about them. I would watch that game for sure. I'd want to go to that game. Yeah, I'd go to every game. Go to every game. Weather. I couldn't afford that. But. If it's nice weather. Go to a game in Flint and a game in Saginaw. That'd be cool. Back to back. That's a good question in the playoff series. They should go two, three, a back to back game, back to back. So then people can make the travel. Go like, go like Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday afternoon game. How or far Saturday is it between Flint and Saginaw? It's like an hour. Forty-five minutes to an hour. That's a. That's I've a driven trip. on I seventy-five multiple times from Florida to Detroit. That's a game. And uh, not once have I been north of Detroit on I seventy-five. So, yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. Even though we go through Sarnia, but. That, Whatever. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So yeah. all right. We need to keep that in mind. Yeah. OHL. We're gonna retweet it on the podcast account. I hope so. I hope someone from Flint hears this or Saginaw hears this because like we've been hyping them up for the last couple of weeks. They gotta hear it. Yeah. It's good. And we will put that poll question up on our Twitter. We just have to do a little bit of research for research first. So might not be up on Tuesday, it probably will be. But uh what will Flint do next weekend? We'll look it up because this is weekend three in a row that yeah. they've had milestones. Milestone. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what we've had most defensive points, most points was it goals uh, for Delandria? We had uh, McCord's uh, goals or points. Yeah, defensive was points. goals. Delandria's first twenty yeah. goal score. I mean, he probably leads them in points anyway. So the first to look it up for sure. The first thirty goal score. Delandria's already scored thirty goals. What do you mean? Or forty. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Jeez. I had a little bit of a voice crack there. That was pretty bad. Oh, well. Maybe Popovich for uh, most wins in a season. Yeah, but him and uh, Kalavinen, they switch. Kavalin? Yeah, Kavalin, they switch. Yeah, I guess. Eh. No, Delandry's or at, Delandry's at 28 goals. That's it. That could be a pull-up question. As his most? No, right now he's at 28 goals in, on the season. Could that be the first Flynn? But you're gonna have 30 goals in two. It's like he had 30 goals last year, right? How many Flint Firebirds have had uh, two 30 goal seasons? Probably not very many. Yeah, we'll yeah. look that up. All right, we'll look that. Like up. doing research. Yeah, I like that. So, Post show. Yeah, yeah. We'll have the poll questions up at the Owen Sixty Podcast on Twitter. We're also on Instagram at the Owen Sixty Podcast, and we're also on Spotify. Hey now. Dylan Larkin cooked it. <laughs> oh, wow. Teased it off the show. It got approved, and uh, we are good to go. We are the 12th one, if you scroll down. I think 12, somewhere around there. <laughs> 10 to 12. We are not one. Stupid 60 minutes. Yes, everyone, everyone heard my message at the beginning of this show about uh, they know what to do now. Yep. yep. Putting on my coach out uh, there. Baseball. <laughs> all oh. right. All right. Let's, yeah. let, let's hit a break. I got to fill up my water bottle here. This is, this is brutal. When we come back, uh, we've already kind of looked at it, but uh, our games from last week, and we'll also look at some uh, some matchups that stand out to us 
in this coming week, of course, we have our featured matchup between the Knights and Ice Dogs, but uh, we like looking at multiple games because we like watching hockey. So we'll do that next on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Warren. I'm Reese Dumaney. Time to look at our standout games from last week and look ahead towards what games will interest us in the coming week. So, starting off with Colin Warren. Yeah, big one for me as we were just talking about before the break the Flint Firebirds defeating the Kitchener Rangers, winning their seventh in a row and franchise record seventh in a row. Uh, that game really stood out to me, defeating uh, the Rangers 5 3. Jack Wismer had a big two-goal game, so shout-out to Flint winning 5-3. Great game in net by Popovich, too, by the way. Yeah, and he's been one of their leaders all year around. Obviously, Ty Delandria yeah. as well, but, you know, veteran presence in net. The fact that you have tough some younger find. guys, you know. You yeah, know. It's tough to find a veteran presence in net like that Flint has. It's going to go a long way, too, in yeah. the playoffs. It doesn't really matter who you play. You're in good shape if you have play in net. Well, well, for me, that, I don't know, just for me personally, that trade kind of, I was like, did that just happen? Like, I was kind of like not expecting anything. I was expecting to move on, like Dawes to come up. But, I mean, it's worked out for Flint. He's got nice pads. He, you know, yeah, he fits into their system. In the so. Best pads in the league. We got to find that one for a poll question. Are these that would be. Let me post picture too. Okay. Do you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Poll question. Who has the best pads in the OHL? We will have it up on the Owen 60 podcast on Twitter because we have to do research again. Yep. Big research, guys. Yeah, I know. We're out of school. What the heck? What are we doing? Doing more. Jeez. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. My game from last week, I've got the uh, the Peterborough Peets defeating the Oshawa Generals 4-1. Ooh, good one. Yeah, just one night after... Let me just check the score here. One night after Oshawa beat Peterborough 7-2. Yeah, that's a so, huge bounce back for the Peets. Yeah. The, the uh, atmosphere, too. I watched a little bit of that game yesterday. Great atmosphere there. Yeah, the special teams definitely played a factor in this one. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, they kind of had the same outcome. Peterborough was 2-7, for seven, which helped them uh, beat the Generals. Oshawa was 0-5, so they missed five opportunities each, but... You know, you still got to score on the power play. That's how you win in the OHL. That's how you win in the playoffs. Uh, and just out, they've out, they outshot them all game. Uh, twenty nine to twenty two. The Peets outshot the Generals. Uh, Oshawa only five shots in the third period. You're not going to win a lot of hockey games if you do that. But, yeah. You know, it's just physics. Whether it's in NCAA, U Sports, OHL, NHL, AHL, wherever you are, you got to get shots on goal in the third period if you're losing. Yeah. Um, Nick Robertson was the first star in the game. He had a goal or two goals, sorry, and uh, one assist. Uh, who else we got? Ty Tulio was the third star. He scored the only goal for the Oshawa Generals. And uh, Semyon Dur Argachinsev was named star number two as he had two assists in this game. Wow. Uh, looking at the goaltenders, Hunter Jones making 21 saves while Jordan Coy takes the loss. He stopped uh, 25. He's been pretty solid. Coy's found his game, too. He mentioned Ryan Merkley getting a chance to find his game mm-hmm. again. And Jordan Coy found his game since the start of the year. It's good yeah. for him. Yeah. And good the, fit for him in Oshawa. Yeah, and the fourth one, 
for anyone uh, anyone listening, why I said he made 25 saves while the Pete's got 29 shots. One of them was an empty netter, so he only gave up three, which is what you would need from your goalie to win is three or less. And he's getting scored. Yep. No, he's shot. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. All right, so this week, Colin, you're up first. All right, Saginaw, it goes into London. That's a huge game. Obviously, could tied for first place going into that game, and London having two games in hand. That's a, probably a must-win game for the Spirit. Uh, Saginaw's 8-2 in their last 10. London's 9-1. and one. So we got two red-hot teams coming in. They're both playing at their peak, peaking point of the season, probably. So this is going to be a fun matchup. That top line for Saginaw is so fun to watch, and that top line for London with their new added defense, Sarah Phillips, that's going to be fun to watch. Well, and this is kind of a separation game as well for uh, for each team because especially, other than obviously one Saginaw, yeah, Saginaw's yeah. got to win. Well, and it the matchup gets even bigger depending on how London does against Niagara on uh, on Tuesday because yeah, win or lose, neither team plays until they meet up on Friday night. Yeah, so win or lose, it's a big game. Yeah, they're both sixty six points. Going into Ni- going into London's game against Niagara yeah. on Tuesday, so yeah, it's Kishner doesn't get any bigger than that. Kishner will be watching that one. Yeah, um, we don't think there's a lot of scoreboard watching going on. I guess it's February now. It's starting to pick. But, it'll start to pick up the next two yeah. weeks. Give it a week or two, it'll start to pick up. Yeah, about five more games, five six more games. I mean, a little bit's happening right now. Got teams are trying to get back in the playoff. On yep. Well, as we talk right now, and for anyone that's listening and. We've told you that we fil- or, uh, record this on Monday nights. We're doing it on Super Bowl Sunday this time. Yeah. Scores right now, it's 9-3 Mississauga over wow. Sudbury in the third. Uh, Kingston's oh. up 6-3 on North Bay. 5-2 Ottawa. They defeat, that's a final, in uh, in the nation's capital. They beat the Sioux Greyhounds 5-2. The Bulldogs and Generals are in, in overtime. Yeah, I was just streaming that right now, actually. <laughs> During our broadcast. Right on. We're not running down. Oh, no, it so. is over. All right. The so Generals took it 3-2. Huge win for Oshawa. Yeah. Right when I was logging into <laughs> OHL Live, I just saw the score, and I was like, hey. Yeah. Shots on goal, 37-34 to 34 in favor wow. of the hometown Generals. That's a good hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. It's That'd a good uh, one to be at. Look at the Oshawa fans. Hey. Good day. <laughs> It's a big uh, bounce back. Yeah, absolutely. And even the Bulldogs, it kind of helped them beating Niagara 9-4 on Saturday because they rolled through their lineup, and yeah, it allowed Niagara to score four goals, but you got to rest Kaliev and Meshach and Bertuzzi and Morrison. And who scored his 35th goal of the season today, so 217 Ooh. goals now. for 117. Yeah, 117. 217 in less than three seasons. Can you imagine? There's a plumber. There's a Google insane. play. There's a Google Play, Google Plus situation there. Oh, man. Hey. Tulio scored again. Um, stay hot. Yeah. Uh, Kyle McLean scored. Who else we got? Uh, Alan McShane, three assists. Ooh. Phil Tomasino, two assists. Yeah, Kyle McLean, the OT winner. Yeah. Long one. 236 into the extra frame. Yeah. All right. So to my game that I'm looking forward to features the same generals. They are hosting the Ooh. Sudbury Wolves. Yeah, and that's, for that's a big one. Team in Sudbury that's getting destroyed by Mississauga. That will be very important for them to get on a roll again, get their confidence back, you know, get their scores going. And 
it's a tough test when you go into Oshawa. It's not easy to win in that building. Yeah, both teams at the big game. Yeah. Oshawa's got to keep that run going. Yeah, and then looking at their schedule beforehand, none of those teams, again, like the London Saginaw game, oh, none of those teams of the play. First, so first matchup of the weekend? Yep. That's a Saturday night? That's Friday night. Same Friday night? night? Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. Yeah, Friday night, there's a few big games. So with the win, Oshawa goes to 56 points on the season. Hamilton, they get one, so they move up to 46. Uh, just one behind Barry, and there'll be three behind Mississauga because that is a guaranteed two points right now for them. So, yeah, for Sudbury to rebound after a loss to Mississauga to get back up by four points is yeah. bigger than a lot of people think. Yeah. You know, four sure. points and two points is a huge difference. Yeah, that's big. Especially with the way the regular season ended for Sudbury last season. They really thought they had a great chance to beat Niagara for the Central Division title. Obviously, the Ice Dogs came out with a huge 2 or 3 nothing win on, like, the third last sat Sunday of the year. Yeah, I think it was. So, uh, that, was, that was one of the best hockey games I've ever seen. Yeah. Lukanen and Dylan, like, it was a goaltender's duel. It's oh, just... Yeah. They had Stadnika and Robertson, the Ice yeah, Dogs. So that was, that was really the difference. Yeah, but they had a great deadline last year. This year was a good deadline. It failed, the but yeah. Oh, we have a final final today. Oh, okay. Let's okay. hear it. So 10-3 Mississauga beats uh, Sudbury. Oh, uh, Kingston wins 6-3 over North Bay. Hey. Huge win for the Frontenacs. Jeez, your update's quicker than mine. I still have 23 seconds left in the third, and it's 9-3. Windows, man. Windows. Yeah, I'm on Apple. <laughs> I always thought it was the other way around. That's what I thought. Oh, well. So yeah, Kingston with the win moves them to 34, five points behind the Ice Dogs with games in hand. one game in hand. Yeah. So It will be two, actually, after this Tuesday, uh, Tuesday game. So Kingston's going to be watching that game closely. That's a big one. Oh, it's going to be a fun week. Oh, yeah. Man. How is Zay Wisdom not ranked higher in the draft? I love that guy. Gets a stud. Greatest name ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great name, great player. Congrats. Should be higher keep than up. 90th. What the heck? Yeah, keep it up. Keep up the work. You'll get Stop up going to resorts, way, Bob McKenzie. Yeah, get off the holiday train. Let's go. Get to work. Jeez. All right, we we got to wrap it up. We're running out of time, Colin. Don't want you to get rattled or anything. Yeah, last week I think we got all fired up at the end. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, keep that to a minimum. Yeah. All right. It was a good seventh week. Oh yeah, week seven, yeah. And week eight, big game, big featured game. Yep. Uh, look out for Flint. Yeah, that's a big note. I the poll question will be up. What will Flint do for the fourth weekend in a row? Um, what else we got? Anthony Popovich, one of the best set of pads in the OHL. We'll put up who oh, yeah. has the best. Oh, Popovich, no doubt. Popovich, no doubt. It's like dog. Just a bright like, orange, though. Yeah, it's kind of like Mark Andre Fleury's bright yellow. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Flurry did like those gold things. I love those. Those gold pads were really awesome. They broke back for like two games. That was awesome. Or wasn't that for the outdoor game? They went gold. Was that the Chicago? No, Vegas didn't they... play an outdoor game. Was Vegas? Oh yeah, Vegas. I was thinking Pittsburgh. Remember Pittsburgh wasn't there? Yeah, they had an outdoor game, but he wore the bright yellow. Yeah. Yeah, he brought those back. Oh, and yeah. then wore them like once every month. Yeah. So Pittsburgh always does that with the jerseys too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the new jerseys though. They're old jerseys where it was just the gold, black, and uh, I like silver. The, I didn't like those. I like the ones they have now. I like those blue. They're kind of like Windsor's alternates. Well, Windsor's are like Columbus. The blue. 
Oh, that the Warriors Warrior class against Buffalo? Buffalo yeah, yeah, those were pretty nice. Crosby with the shootout winner. Yeah. Beating Ryan Miller like really? he did in the Olympics. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> week seven in the books. Should be a good week of uh, Ontario Hockey League action. Remember, our featured matchup takes place Tuesday, February 4th. It's the London Knights against the Niagara Ice Dogs. You've been listening to the ON60 Podcast.